Episode 11 of Chaos is Everywhere. I am your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. On this episode, uh, we're going to be doing another Chaos Roulette, and the random winner was Walter. Um, it was one of our device's choices, so you know he, he leads the episode, at least giving me more of the information about Walter, because as I've seen some of his matches, I'm not in any way an expert on him. And we just have some good old-fashioned fun. I did end up making fun of Walter more than I meant to, and he may at some point murder me if he hears what I said about him. But again, it was all meant for fun, and I am a really big fan of Walter's. I'm even more of a fan now that we've done this, because he was just such a good, you know, he's just so badass and such a, you know, if there's a realism to wrestling, he's it. But anyway, um, I did want to point out that if you have pay attention to my Twitter at all. I did mention that we were going to do a Legion of Doom episode. Uh, we are still definitely going to do that episode as a tribute to well, both Hawk and Animal. Um, basically, we just had some uh, technical issues that made it so that we couldn't record uh, this week like we normally do, but we already have the Walter episode ready to go, so here we are. So it kind of worked out because I think I went ahead and said in my last intro that we were going to do Walter, so I'm not, you know, not a liar. So the next one I'm going to say with some certainty is going to be the Legion of Doom. If we still have some technical issues, you may get another episode with the DJ Madman, but we'll just see what happens as the week goes on. Um, yeah, other than that, I'm glad I'm seeing more people check out the show. My numbers are going up, and, I have, and I'm seeing that people are listening to older episodes, which means that I think newer people are checking us out. Uh, welcome to any new listeners. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at LastGilchrist1. Again, I'm doing some really fun stuff over there. I just watched the movie Heavyweights and gave some of my notes on that. I didn't get through the whole movie, but I, you know, I was enjoying it. It was a very big blast from my past. And um, I just like doing that. You know, as I'm watching stuff, I just like putting up on Twitter, Hey, this is what I'm watching, and this is what I'm thinking about it. Um, you can also reach the show at chaospodshow at gmail.com and follow us at Facebook at Chaos is Everywhere. Also, if you want to, if you like our show, just, you know, tell a friend, subscribe, you know, do all those normal podcasty things that help people find us. And I think that's about it for today. Um, so next week we'll either be back with a Legion of Doom episode or another episode with DJ Madman. So I get to leave you with a cliffhanger there. And again, thanks for listening. I hope you have a great night or a great day, whatever time it is for you. It's about 1 o'clock right now for me, so what are you going to do? See ya. Hello. Hey, yo. (laughs) You didn't put him on your list, so I don't think you can do that. No, I can. I can still do it. All right. Well, good to know. How you doing, buddy? I am. I'm doing pretty great, actually. 
I have this weekend, obviously, but then this upcoming week, I have time coming off. Um, I have some paid vacation time that I'm using. So Ooh. I only work Monday and Tuesday this upcoming week, and then I have a five-day week. So that's always great. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty pumped about that part. Obviously, I'll have to get through Monday and Tuesday first, but once that happens, I am feeling fantastic. Well, I hope, wish you the best of luck. I have a normal week coming up, and I have to try not to miss any more days because I'm just I missed a lot of days the last three months. More than I should have. That's beside oh, wow. the point. Yeah. It's not, you know, it is what it is, but yeah. I'm getting to my own headspace. Anyway, that's all we're here. We're here to do wrestling and wrestling-related mm-hmm. stuff. So what did you – I just want to get your honest opinion because I haven't had a chance to ask you. What did you think of the name Chaos Roulette for this type of episode? I love it. Thank you. I, I'm I much absolutely Love it. I think it's fantastic. I think it's an amazing idea for a name for this kind of show. Like, for this kind of, like, thing. I'm especially proud of it, because I was just writing the description, and the name just popped in my head. I'm like, yep, that's what that's called from now on. Yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. I love it. Alright, so you picked your three, I picked my three. We did not match this time, although no. I, I pretty much knew I could have matched if I put Walter down. I knew I could have. But I chose not to. <laughs> so there's that. But um, you, your number one was Walter. My number one was Vader. Yep. Um, Two Mick amazingly great choices. It's a win-win. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, Mick Foley was on my list again. And if it had been Mick Foley, I probably would have picked the Vader thing. Um, just yeah. because. Um, and remind, as we get into Vader, if we get into Vader, I have a story I have to tell you about something that happened this week that I think will just blow your mind in what oh, We'll see if we get to him. Let's hope we get Walter instead, then. Yeah, probably. If we don't, I'll still throw the story, and I just let's see what we get. So, I got a coin here again. Heads or tails? Uh, heads. Heads. I flipped the coin way over into the other side of the room. That sounds like a horrible idea. You should probably try and keep it closer to you. Yeah. Let's see what I think. It's tails. Nope, it's heads. You won. Oh, shit. Okay, then. Damn it. Wow. Two in a row. I'll take it. Okay, so that means we're doing Walter. Yep. Um, let me pull up the thing first. Do I do so, your match for Wal- with Walter first or mine? No, we can do yours first because it's your guy. I think it's better to start with your match. Okay. Sounds good. Then for mine, you're going to want to go to Independence. Surprise, what? surprise. What? No. And then it's going to be Progress Res- Progress Wrestling Chapter 92 Entertaining Friends. Okay. I was looking for that particular one here. Chapter mm-hmm. 83. There's 92, you said? Yep. Okay. And it's his uh, unified world title match against Ilya Dragunov. Okay. Which is so good. Mm-hmm. So it should bring you to, I believe, yeah, two hours. Oh, it'll let me. Nope, I clicked the wrong button. It should bring you to like two hours, 10 minutes, and 50 seconds, it looks like. Okay. I'm almost I'm at, there. Well, I'm at 210.51, technically. 
Okay. All right, so I'm at 210.51. So before I get into it, because it doesn't really have to do with anything that's going to happen on the screen, I do mm-hmm. want to tell the McFoley story that I saw. Um, yeah. So you watched the AEW thing, because you told me to watch it on Wednesday when I was recording something else. Yep. So um, that street fight that happened, uh, yeah. Mick, Mick Foley commented on that street fight like on Twitter, and he said that when – he wanted to in WCW do a street fight in a parking lot, which he never got to do uh, with Vader. And it, that alone just blows my mind. Cause can you imagine? But he said he couldn't think of any other things that they could have done better than what he saw in that street fight in AEW. So that oh, wow. gives you some idea of how like good he thought that street fight was. I mean, I, I know I loved it. I thought it was a fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, I just want to throw that out there. I mean, I still can't not imagine now Mick Foley and Vader in a street fight in a parking lot. but That certainly would have been something. Yeah, yeah. Somebody would have probably died. <laughs> I was about to say that. Someone probably would have died. <laughs> All right. But now that we've got that bit of story out of the way, we're into Walter. So we're going to do two hours, 10 minutes, and 51 seconds. Yep, and uh, for me to choose one of his independent matches. So I feel like years was almost definitely going to be an NXT match. So yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. All right, and we're gonna hit play in three, two, one, play. Boom! Let's go. By the way, whenever you get the chance, you should definitely watch some of these full like progress shows. Yeah. Like holy crap, they're so good. I really should because I'm all about easy access to wrestling. I haven't seen and I haven't seen any of this stuff, and it's just yeah. there now on the network for me. So yeah, it's sitting right there. It's literally it doesn't get much easier. So I don't have the sound on, so I don't know what the music is. But this is Dragonov. Yeah, he is intense. He looks so mellow. <laughs> like, he's clearly just trying to do Wheel and Mercy in the early 2000s. If you watch NXT UK, you would, you would know him already because he's out there. Yeah, he I've, is- seen him. I've seen him in, like, their promotional stuff, but I don't think I've ever seen him in a match yet. He's so good. Like, no, wait. They have. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> he's, no, that was pretty much all I got. He's just so good. He, so, he is intense, like, holy yeah. crap. It just occurred to me that right before I stopped watching XT regularly, I did, did see him in, like, a takeover. I don't remember. He might have been against Finn Balor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, that was a good match. Yeah. Yeah, he, was, yeah, he had an NXT match, uh, takeover match against Balor. It was a takeover UK match, obviously. but Yeah. But yeah, that was, like, one of the last things I saw, and I saw him on there. I was like, oh, this guy definitely has a look. You definitely yeah. something. Yeah. I don't know if he has him on he, in, in the in, Indies. It looks like he might. But I know in, in, in NXT UK, he has, like, red contact lenses that he wears every time. He might have him in there in the Indies. I'm not entirely sure. Let's see if we get a close-up. Yeah. But here comes the man. <laughs> Walter, the guy that I saw a meme of this... Weekend about some, um, about it's not the correct way to CPR, and it was just a still photo of him doing the chest pound on the apron. And you just saw the like the ripples he was making in the guy's chest. (laughs) 
look at that guy. Yeah, look at that guy. That super man of an Austrian. Look at all those titles. I can't help but think of a Nazi every time I see Walter. Why? <laughs> he, he's Austrian, not German. Other than just say Austrian and Walter, I don't know how else to explain it. Like he's Austrian. He's not German. You you're you have a history degree. Yes. You know who else is Austrian? Hitler. Okay. He's not. You know who else was a bunch of Nazis? The Germans. Austrians, <laughs> technically, they're different. Oh, well, in any case, it does make sense that he would be fighting a guy from Moscow and it's probably going to yeah. be a very intense match. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, they are going to beat the shit out of each other. I'm so excited. Do you excited. know what those titles are that he's holding? What? Like, what are all the titles that he's holding? Uh, it's both of those. So both of those titles are technically like one championship. It's the it's the Progress Unified Championship. So it's like two belts. Gotcha. And then okay. obviously he's his NXT UK heavyweight okay. title. He was okay. So he's also that is the okay. I didn't even really yeah. look at the title he's wearing on his waist. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, NXT. Yeah, because like a lot of the NXT UK guys still do like Progress and all that stuff. Like they're they're allowed to do like other stuff because Vince doesn't give a crap as much of a crap about them. I don't even think Vince knows it exists. Yeah, he exactly. barely knows NXT exists. I doubt he even realizes NXT UK is a thing. Exactly. So because of that, they can pretty much do whatever they want. So. Yeah. But yeah, so this should be pretty great. Watching the rain announcers announce the rain. Oh. About how they're announcing the ring. I don't know if I'm entirely like I don't know if adding extra titles makes me feel like you're more of a champion, like add extra belts, because like you know Ultimo Dragon did that in the mid '90s in WCW, which it only led me to try and count the belts and make sure he had the right number of belts for how many titles he was supposed to hold. Well, I feel like three belts is enough to be like. Oh yeah, no, that's easily three belts, yeah. and still have it be in, impressive. I feel like three think, is a good number for that. Yeah, I think it's like at this point, it's also especially something that two of them are technically one title. I'm sorry, what you said? I said especially since two of them are are technically one title. Gotcha. Yeah, but I also was going to say I don't think this has been done. It's been done a few times holding multiple belts, but not enough that it feels overdone at this point to the mainstream at least. Yeah. So I think that's also an okay thing. Plus, this is definitely, you know, indies, so it's less mainstream. Yeah. No, I feel like in the indies, especially, it's like a, um, like it's a, I don't know. I feel like it carries more weight in the indies. How long has Walter been the, the United Kingdom champion, next United Kingdom champion? Oh, I don't, like, because he won it from Pete Dunn back in, it's. I mean, he's. It's been well over a year. Like he's still only the second ever UK yeah. champion. Yeah, it was Pete Dunne and then him. He hasn't lost it. He still has it. I mean, obviously, NXT UK has been inactive for the past six months due to all the COVID right. stuff. So, like, I don't know. 
Like, technically, he's been champion throughout that six months, obviously. But I don't, I don't know. I don't think there was any plans of him losing it. I feel like that's, like, one of the cornerstones. Okay. Of so, okay, another, another reason why I actually chose this match is because in NXT UK, Ilya Dragunov is the next contender for Walther's NXT UK title. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so it's sort of like a sneak preview for anybody that's going to be watching that match. Basically. All right. I don't know when that match is going to happen, but he's the next in line, basically, for a title shot. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was always said in the indies, at least from what I understood, that like Dragunov was always meant to basically be a really, really difficult matchup for Walter in particular. Right. Like, I guess he seemed to have his number, even though I don't think he won all that many matches, but he was just always... Walter, like, would, like, trample on people, and Dragunov just right. seemed to really, just, like, almost beat him. That's I good think. I think that's the. I think that was the whole idea. And correct me if I'm wrong, they did call this Stalingrad Part 2. Um, I'm pretty sure I heard that oh. somewhere. Never mind, I just read it on the text. I was wrong. Apparently, yeah, Ilya Dragunov did have his number. Four of the five contests they've had, Dragunov's won, apparently. Oh, okay. Holy crap, I didn't realize that. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Russians can be really difficult for Austrians to defeat. I don't know if anybody knows anything <laughs> about it. <sighs> I see what you did there. Yeah, I'm going to probably make a lot of those jokes during this match. Ooh. Yeah, I wouldn't stand there. I don't think I would. <laughs> I like how easily you said, yeah, I probably wouldn't have stood there either. Yeah, getting out of the way was probably a good idea there. That probably would have hurt. I, I, won't, like, I will tell you, I don't care what kind of money I was getting paid. I don't think I would let Walter chop me. I would definitely let him. I would just need to be paid a shit ton of money. Oh. <laughs> uh... Well, my wrestling skills definitely don't bring, don't bring me up to the amount of money that I would need to get paid. Let's just say that. Well, are we talking what? One chop? It's no, going to hurt like hell, but I'm going to live through it to spend all that money. <laughs> I was talking like an entire match worth of chops that these guys, the Dragonoff, for example, is probably going to have to take. Oh, I mean, I might die. Right. That actually might cause death, so... I don't know, though. Maybe not. I mean, it might be a chance I'd be willing to take, because if you do survive it, if you if you do it for enough money... Oh, my God. There, it keeps, for me, it keeps going back to The Simpsons, because there's a Simpsons episode where Homer fights basically Mike Tyson, <laughs> and all he has to do is survive three rounds to make a lot of money. Does not go well, but it's a hilarious equivalent to fighting Walter. Okay. Going Morpheus with it, or The Rock. I'm going to go with Morpheus. I'm going Dragonoff. I want Dragonoff with it. Uh, so where was, okay, so where is this promotion that they're wrestling in right now? What? Like, where's the promotion that they're wrestling in for this? Like, is it a oh, European promotion? What? England, somewhere in England. Okay. Yeah, it's an England based. Uh, it's an England based show. Got it. 
I feel like WWE did take my advice because, like, I told you what a year or two ago that WWE really should make an effort to get all the independent shows they could on their network and just be and like not, you know, take liability for what they might do on those shows, but just to have all that different content. And I feel like they're starting to move in that direction. It's a really good idea. Yeah, I well, they're only really doing it with with indie companies that they all are already have affiliations with, though. Because right. it's basically just evolve and progress on here. Right. And I guess some ICW, which I think they also have stuff with. But it's kind of cool though because on here they have some stuff from guys that are you know like not with them and are actually with AEW. Like I've seen Darby Allen in some stuff in here. I've seen. Um, John Silver, of all people, I saw have a match. I think they just mentioned the name Eddie Kingston in the commentary. Yeah, yeah they mentioned Eddie Kingston. Uh, yeah, Eddie Kingston. He, he, I believe he had. Yeah, he had a match in here too. Um, I forget against two, but he definitely had a match in here as well. This is not very much grappling for a British style match. They're just pounding the crap out of each other. Yeah, no, that's very uh. That's very Walter Dragonoff, so <laughs> they're both extremely hard hitting. So, do you know? And I only ask you this because you know that you know these guys better than I do. Do you know how old Walter is? What was that? Sorry, I was too busy being impressed. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, let's let me try and call that. I think Walter just got knocked into a seat in the front row, and Dragonoff did a running senton into the chair while Walter yep. was sitting on it. Like that's a good way to call that on the outside. <laughs> but now you're now you're the guys. I'm watching the crowd a little bit. Now you're the guys that were sitting in those seats. Like, damn it, they broke our chairs. <laughs> <laughs> but my question to you was like, do you know how old Walter is? How old Walter is? No, I have no idea. Because <laughs> he looks like he could be doing this for a while, or he could be like just one of those guys that's forty at the age twenty-two. No, he's not that old. I honestly don't know how old he is, but if I had to guess, I'd say maybe like, I don't know, maybe like late 20s. Yeah, I just, I'm starting to laugh because I just recorded an episode that's going up with uh, DJ Madman, and we were sitting there talking about something, which I can't remember, but we couldn't Google the answer to the question, and he said, why don't we get Mr. Vice on the phone so he can do the Googling while we talk about the show? <laughs> and I'm like, I should text him to have him do our Googling while we're talking about this show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, depending on when it was happening, I could have done it for you. Yeah. I don't, like, it was on Wednesday. I don't remember. It was during an, or during the AW tape. I don't remember exactly. Oh, uh, okay. Never mind. I wouldn't have helped you at all because no, I was busy in, watching. Yeah, you were in the middle of watching AEW. You were fine. Yeah. Oh, God, every time I see that. Oh, powerbomb right on the side of the ring. Oh, God, that looks so horrible. And Dragunov is selling it like a champ. Yeah, I I can't. It's one of those moments where it's like it can't be horrible and like life-ending because they keep doing it. But at right. the same time, it's like how do you do oh, it? Oh, does have a fine action. Awesome. Yeah. It's one, of those, it's one of those moves I want to know the, the secret to. I mean, it's probably just a matter of where you put the guy, I guess. Probably. Also, oh, that was, that was not fun. 
Jesus. Walter just kicked Dragonoff's face into the third row. <laughs> uh, man. I feel like I'm not doing a great job calling this, but this has been literally just two guys trying to kill each other. Like, the way Dragonoff took that spill, like, when he hit the corner post and then took the spill onto the floor, like, that's hard wood. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was just thinking, I was like, oh, God, that's not a mat on those floors. That's just shiny wood. Oh, that is a shiny, hard wood floor that he just decided to fall onto his back, like, really hard to sell. Like, Jesus. <clears throat> nice work on dragging off constantly keeping hands up even though he's nowhere near Walter at the time if there's one thing that like dragging off pulls off really well in a lot of his matches <clears throat> it's looking incredibly tough like he like his kind of thing at least from what I can tell so far from the matches I've watched of him is just uh-huh. taking a crap ton of damage right it looks like, like he just getting the shit kicked out of him every match. Yeah, it looks like he just like um, either well, he play acted. I mean, I guess you could do this, but he just basically made it look like he um, was relocating his jaw. Yeah. God. And oh. That was a chop to his chest. It took him all the way down. Again, like, I don't know what the money would be for me to take a chop, Walter, but it's a lot. God. I wonder who chops harder, Walter or Keith Lee? I don't know. And I don't want to find out. <laughs> that would be a hell of a match. Yeah, I mean, they, they fought before. Like, they've had matches. So, like, you know they're somewhere. I hope yeah. I hope WWE uploads them at some point. Like, so far, they only have, like, that Fatal 4 I talked about last week. Like, there's nothing on here so far of a one-on-one match between them. Oh. And also, Walter is such a throwback to, like, the 20s. Oh. Like, he would very easily, and not even just in a racial way, but very easily if he was born in, like, the like 40s, he would have mm-hmm. been a Nazi character. But he also has that body type that was popular back then. Like, there's muscle but it's not defined. Yeah. You know I, mean? I agree. The ring general is very, very much a throwback. I'm trying to remember, there's somebody I was thinking of that he, would, he reminds me of a lot. I can't remember the name of I mean, the guy. I already been a Nazi a few times. So. Well, yes. I mean, I constantly make Nazi jokes every time I see his match, but no, there's a wrestler who, and not even making a joke, had basically a Nazi gimmick after the Nazis that Walter reminds me of, but I can't remember the name of the guy. He's Austrian, by the way. We're not going to go through this again. Austria was basically Nazi point two. Like, it was like Germany, then Austria. Like, they were sunk up really quickly. Yeah, but they weren't exactly the same thing, no. Oh! Oh, my God! Yeah, that did not look good. He just, like, stepped on his throat. There you go. Oh my god, that yeah, that looked nasty. Like I don't know if he missed or if he intended to make it look like he was stopping him on the throat. But <laughs> holy crap. Oh 
Oh. Yeah, this, like, there haven't been too many holds to call this match. This has just literally been forearms and uppercuts Absolutely. and stomps. Oh, a scoop slam. <laughs> just a kick to the spine for good measure. Two, why not? Jesus. I feel like it's not a good strategy for a real fight to just oh. keep yelling at the guy as he punches you more. Oh, my God. Oh, he's Moscowing up. <laughs> is Moscowing up looking like you're drunk on vodka and then you hit again? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Oh, oh, oh my God. Walter just did a swinging neck breaker, like a suplex into the ropes and then a swinging neck breaker out of it. Yeah, he hung Dragunov from the top. He was like hanging him, like uh, like he was going to do like a um, like a Tower of London or something from the ropes, and then instead just did like a swinging neck breaker from it. it. Just looked sick. Like it looked like Dragunov landed right on his neck. Yep. Okay, here we're going to do a jackhammer. Oh, oh, blocking the suplex. Oh, oh. This is, you know, this is some good wrestling, old school wrestling psychology, because it's giving them a chance to rest while they're, like, fighting back and forth with who's going to get the suplex, but it, it oh. definitely still builds the tension. Oh. And that oh. was just a slap to the face. That was just a straight-up slap to the face. And Dragunov comes out with the... Uh, it was a suplex brainbuster, I would call it. Yeah. I would say it, was, it looked kind of brainbustery to me. Dragunov lifting the big man up, though. I like yeah. Dragunov looks like a smaller guy, but he is jacked. Yeah, no, he definitely looks like he... Is smaller, but he's at the same time all every inch of his muscle looks like. Yeah. He honestly, in his body type, reminds me of Bob Backlund, who was like one of the strongest guys I can ever. See that. So yeah, see that. Oh, Bob Backlund would be a good person to put on my list for one of these. He's pretty fun to watch. Oh. That was impressive. That was a 619 to a clothesline, basically. Yeah, that was awesome. Dragunov hit Walter with that if you're not watching along, which you really should be. This match does not lend itself to us describing it because we're horrible at that, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, every time I watch like a Walter match, though, I just feel like I'm in awe. Right. And, like, honestly, I know, like, even though this is, like, a Walter match for us specifically, like, Dragunov also is just fucking just sick. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm also impressed that he's, like, a real Russian, which, it, ooh, ooh. Ooh, never mind. He just got his head kicked off by Walter. Jesus. I'm actually assuming he's a real Russian because he came from Europe, because most Russians in wrestling have been fake. Yes, no. Ilya Dragunov is legitimately from Moscow. So this is the what Walter was doing in that meme I was talking about. I just got a picture of it, and you could just see the like 
crater in the guy's chest for Walter's fist. Yeah. You know, it's funny because, you know, like Seamus does a similar thing where he like hangs the dude from the rope like that and starts beating on their chest. Right. But well, for some reason, Walter doing it just looks so much more disgusting. Oh, oh, shit. That was awesome. That was so clever. Backflip into a sleeper. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to give it to him for adrenaline, but I feel like no selling that German was a little bit weird to me. Oh. I was going to say, driving off that so much adrenaline that he was able to no sell the German. Yeah, basically. That's how it works. I mean, I guess it's all that Russian anger in his blood from you yeah. know, generations of infighting between him and the Germans. I mean, Walter hit, to be fair, Walter hit that Austrian suplex pretty solid. Yeah. <laughs> Uh oh. Oh my god. So, <laughs> oh just to give some context of what we just saw, Dragonoff came off the top rope and Walter hit him in midair and you just by the lights that you got to see just the sweat fly off of him as he fell. At this point, Walter is just basically trying to kill him, pull off his head. Like, swatted him down like a fly. Put yeah. him in a, 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 some, like a leg lock thing, one leg yeah. leg lock, and used his other leg to stomp him into the ground. Now he just Jesus. Now he's got a reverse neck lock, sort of like an STF without the leg lock part, and he's just cranking on his head trying to pull it off. Like oh. I said. God, that just looks so painful. I can't feel nice. Like, even if it's not actively causing injury, it can't feel like a day park. Well, he made it to the rope. I thought I heard a dog flapping its head. Was that Stan or Scruff? That was Stanley. Oh, uh, I miss Stanley. He's a good dog, although he's very loud. Now they're they're hanging out with me until we're done doing this. And I'm gonna feed them, walk them, all that good stuff. Dragonoff's not done. He wants more. Oh Jesus! And he got more. Oh my God! Russians don't know when to quit. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh. Jesus Christ. Tell you what, this would be a whole lot different if they were fighting in the middle of Russia in the middle of winter. Oh, yeah. Definitely would be. Yeah. Oh, those slaps, though. God, those chops. (laughs) Okay. But we were just watching for the last, like, what, minute? Then just chop the hell out of each other. Oh, that was sick. Dragonoff was going for his like torpedo, like he does this torpedo like spinning elbow right. as kind of as his finisher. And he went for it and Walter just caught him in that headlock. Jesus. Yeah, it looks like a sleeper now. Yeah. Oh god. I think Dragonoff's got Walter up in like a almost a dollar driver. Yep. Yep. Good call. 
Oh, so close. Oof. God, on, war. Invade Berlin. Because yep. the not because the Russians invaded Berlin. You know, no. Yeah, that's hilarious considering Walter's from Austria. Uh, yeah, well, you're right. You know what? You know where Walter would be? He'd be in a bunker about to commit suicide. So shut up. That's one way to stop it from countering your move. Just start slapping his back. Slap on the back. I like, I like how the announcers want to make it sound a little bit more manly. So instead of calling it slaps, they're calling it palm strikes. Trying to go for that, that gotch driver. Yeah. Definitely looks like a neutralizer. Can't get him. Oh, no. Okay. Oh. Oh. Jesus. I, I'm tired just watching this. Like, I don't know how you do this as a living. Oh, what a power bomb by Dragonoff. <laughs> oh, I keep laughing at myself. See, this is the kind of thing that makes me. This is like. This, this kind of match is why I want you to watch the indie stuff that's on here. Right. Obviously, this is like an, an amazing match, but a lot of their main... Of, oh, there it is! The torpedo spinning up. Oh, but his neck. Oh. Selling the neck that's gotten absolutely fucking destroyed all, all match. Yeah. I just... I keep picturing Walter standing over Dragunov just saying, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> Which is a reversal of roles if you think about it, but it's still funny. Yeah. But yeah, like so yeah, but like see, obviously like this is like a an amazing match on its own. But like a lot of a lot of progress in general, like a lot of their main events are like top quality. Like their other stuff's really crazy good too, but like Ooh, just some classic sidekicks to the head. Okay, dragging off from the top, and uh, yeah. Is that really called from? I, I read. I read it. It came up on the closed caption. Yeah. Is that really called from Russia with love. I hope so. I hope so. That's a great name for a side dropkick like that. Really is. Oh, ooh, power bomb. Oh, there's the pin. Oh, he kicked out. Even with the stack up pin. Yeah. Oh, Walter definitely got all his weight on there. Yeah, it's like a classic Walter kind of pin, too. He does that a lot. It looks a little awkward, if I'm going to be honest. But I understand the yeah. psychology behind it. You can definitely, yeah. Jesus! Walter just... Really? A one count? I feel like... I understand, like, being a plucky underdog, but a one count on that clothesline? Hey, man. He's from Moscow. Well, he did it again. There it is. <laughs> Apparently, he couldn't get up from two of those clotheslines. God, what a match. Yeah. 
like sweet Jesus. Don't get me wrong. Walter looks tired, yeah. but like, not really. <laughs> like he looks fine, even though he took an absolute fucking beating. Yeah, no, he definitely looks like he's. Well, he should. He looks like he's doing better than Dragonoff, but he also looks like if he had to wrestle again in like a half hour, he could probably do it. Yeah, exactly. Even though that was like an absolute like slugfest. Yeah, so that was my match choice for him. Feel like it was a good one. Yeah, I've got. I think I've got a good one too. Although I don't have any way of judging. I literally just went through his matches and was like, that one looks interesting, so I picked one. All right, well, let's get to that one then. I gotta pull it back up, but here we go. So, yeah. Anything else you, you want to say about that match? I find it. It shouldn't take me that long. I'm just gonna switch it out. Yeah. Alright, I'm... No, that's regular NXT. That's not what I'm looking for. See, I've also... I didn't want that yet. I also have already done the random number, because I like doing the random number before I know who's it it going to be. But the way I've decided to do it is I've... um, I look at both guys, like, the number of matches that they have, or at least, like, like jump to a match. And Walter Uh with the lower number of 47... So I did random one from 47, and the one I came up with was uh, 39. So we're going to go way deep into the, the list here of jump to matches to figure out what match we're going to end up watching. Okay, let's see. I'm just looking through the match. I found. I don't think I went that far with it. Let's see how far I did end up going. Where are you coming? So the match I chose... Which I believe uh-huh. is Takeover. There it is. Is Undisputed Era versus Imperium. Oh, uh, no Worlds Collide. You chose that one. Yeah. Okay. I, I am. I, well, the reason that. I chose this because one, I love the Undisputed Era, and I think I've seen this match, but I don't remember. And if I did, I've only seen it once. So I was like, okay, okay let's watch that because I know I'm going to enjoy it no matter what. Yeah, it's a great match for sure. Uh, I just gotta find it. Would it be under regular NXT then? Yeah, I just searched Walters and went over. Let me just pull it up here and I'll pause it. Okay, so it's it's uh, WWE Worlds Collide NXT versus NXT UK from January twenty fifth, twenty twenty. I think it might be the under the UK banner, but I'm not completely sure. I found it. Okay. And then I'm at one hour, 47 minutes, and 43 seconds. Oh, if my... Let me stop working. Oh, there we go. Just took forever to here. All right. What were you at again? One hour, 47 minutes, and 43 seconds. One second. There we go. One hour, 47 minutes, 43 seconds. Got it. Okay. All right. And, um, yeah, so I don't have any real buildup for this. I just kept looking until I saw a match that interests me. So I'm going to hit play, and we'll see yeah. what happens. Oh, this uh, is a solid choice. It's a great match. Yeah. I don't think I could go wrong. 
All right, so you've heard the time again. It's one hour, 47 minutes, 43 seconds, and we're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. Here we go. Crowd cheering. Oh, listen to that reaction. Music. Oh, I love... Oh, come on. One second. It should be something along the lines of and that's yeah, basically like most of it. My um my network just screwed up there for a minute, so I might need to catch up to you. Um, what time? Oh, are you, well, why don't you pause, pause it, then I'll catch up to you, and then I'll just do another countdown. So one forty-eight Where are you? One forty-eight seventeen. One forty-eight seventeen. It's one forty-eight seventeen. Okay, so hopefully, if you need to pause, we're at 148.17, 3, 2, 1, play. And hopefully it doesn't do that again. I just got a, um, I don't know if it was my internet was slow for a second. It just didn't load right away. So It's fine. We were able to pause right at the Kyle O'Reilly air guitar. So Yeah, which is where you want to pause, really. Cause exactly. That, that he, we caught it. We got back right at the exactly right time. Because you, you cannot that. miss the Kyle O'Reilly air guitar. So I oh, figured. I didn't. Bring, oh, go ahead. I was going to say I figure after this match we'll just do a, a break for you and me, and then we'll get get it all set up for the last match, whatever that's going to be. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. So I've been thinking about this lately. I don't know why exactly it popped into my head, but it did. Uh huh. And I think the reason why I love Undisputed Era so much and why they just, like, at least to me, are kind of, like, the best faction to come along in a while and, like, right. quite a long time is because, at least to me, those four guys have this, like, cool factor about them that uh -huh. I haven't seen in a faction since, like, since, like, D-Generation X, basically. Right. Yeah, no, like, they definitely... In a way that's not done very well anymore. They're doing the cool heel, you know, faction, which is just, yeah, it's hard to pull off. Yeah. Even though they're not on, like, the main roster or anything, I feel like Undisputed Era have that, like, cool factor to them that could yeah. make it, like, cool to watch wrestling again, like DX did. And I keep telling I mean, you... These serious bastards. And I keep telling you, by the way, that we really should be concerned an Austrian is starting to gain European allies in a very militarized way. It's very upsetting, <laughs> and it's led to bad things before. To be fair, Alexander Wolf's the real German of the group, so... Yes, the Austrians started to get Germans to listen to him, and then a bunch of Jews died. That's what happened. That is exactly... That's also, to be fair, I'm pretty sure Fabian Eichner's, like, Italian. Did you ever hear Mussolini? I mean, you're not helping the case. And I also think Marcel Bartel is also German. I think. <laughs> you know what? I'm in my own grave. I feel like instead of calling them Imperium, they should just be called the Fourth Reich. Like, <laughs> you know, I feel like that wouldn't work out. <laughs> Very specifically, not raising their arms in any way. Exactly. <laughs> That's how you know they're well. They're not good. They're 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 definitely heels, but. 
in the industry there. This is actually a rare heel versus heel faction match. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's amazing. I love it. I love that they're like and this is Worlds Collide, but I'm pretty sure they're in um I'm pretty sure they're in the UK for this though. And like even though they're in the UK for this, which I'm I'm like ninety percent sure they are. Uh-huh. But even even though that's the case, I love the fact that like Undisputed Era still get like cheered. Well, because they're awesome. Because they're just because they're just cool. Like it's that simple, man. They're just so cool. They're such a cool faction. All right, and Kyle O'Reilly, I don't actually um, feel bad about this because I know of Imperium, but I don't watch the UK stuff. Like I know anything. So I don't know the names of everybody. I know I saw their names. Fabian, what was the other one's name? Besides Uh, So in the ring right now is Fabian Eichner. Okay. And then there's Alexander Wolf, who you should know because he was also... Yeah, that's uh, the uh, other character I do know from Imperium is Alexander Wolf because he was in uh, Sanity. Exactly. Um, And then there's Marcel Bartel. Okay. Who is obviously the one who's not the other three. Right. Not the one. The you were wondering, it's not Walter. Got it. The guy that we just watched. Right. Since you were wondering, I would assume that Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel were the two that you specifically did not know about. Yeah. No. That would it's be funny because they're like they're also the tag team of the faction. Okay. Really good too. Like, which I mean, I feel like kind of goes without saying. I right. feel like it should be pretty obvious that all four members of that faction are incredible. Yeah. No, I didn't ever doubt like I've seen Imperium before. I never doubted any of the four. I just didn't happen to know two of them that well. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, I know honestly, out of the four guys in this match, the least just to give you an idea, the least talented one in my mind is probably Alexander Wolf. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Which I feel cool. like is saying something, because I don't think he's un I don't think he's not talented by any stretch of the imagination. I think he's really awesome. Right. But I'm just saying, out of everyone in this match, I think he's the least, which I feel like is – that's what I, I. That's why I feel like that's saying something, because I think he's really, really good. But oh. if you haven't – see, the thing is, I know that's probably really surprising to you, but I feel like that's mostly because you haven't seen Marcel Bartel and right. Fabian Eichmann. Um And those two specifically as a tag team – are just like ah, oh, I just love them. They're so good. Yeah, it's on my to do list to someday. Watch more NXT UK, but eh, it's right know. there. It's, it's right there on the network. Actually, I I will say probably the way my brain's working recently with wrestling, there's a better chance to be watching NXT UK than regular NXT because the UK guys don't usually get caught to the main roster and then screw exactly. over. So it's easier for me to get into. They're going to be on UK forever, so it's fine. The only one who might get called up is Walter. Right. And even then, that's a might. Oh, man. Just more hard-hitting stuff. Now it's Roger Strong beating the crap out of Wolf. Oh! 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 I forgot about this. 
but this is where this is where Alexander Wolf got knocked the fuck out. Oh really? Yeah. I forget which one it was. I don't know if I forget if it was strong or fish. But one of them what? got the but one of them uh on that like double hit that they just did, one yeah. of them like clocked him in the noggin and knocked him the fuck out. Huh. So he was out for the rest of the match. Yeah, it doesn't so, look like it was a plan thing either. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it looks like yeah, they were just going to their next match and it's like Oh, or their next move. Let's take a look here. They're showing a replay of the double hit. I would say... Oh, there it was. Yeah, it was Fish right on the... Yeah. Fish like came right in the with a kick and got him right under the chin. Uh-oh. <laughs> Walter's like, you sent one of us to the hospital. I'm gonna send now. I'll send all four of you to the grave. <laughs> oh. I feel like Walter versus Adam Cole in a one-on-one would be just disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I think Adam Cole could pull that off. I think after we watched his match last week with, um, which I think this is gonna come out a week after right now when we're recording. But I think uh, the Keith Lee match we watched, I think, showed that he could really. Do a good match with a guy much bigger than him, like Walter. Yeah, for sure. Uh, how did Bobby Fish get that short straw? Be the distraction. I don't know. I'm wondering in the ba- if in the back they're like, "All right, one of you guys are going to have to just take a monstrous chop from Walter," and they were all like, "Not it." Oh, Walter just tried to knock out Strong in retaliation for Wolf. Jesus, what a hit. Trying to kick his face off. I love the fact that, like, despite losing Wolf and this becoming a four-on-three, like, without any spoilers or anything, this match is still just, like, absolutely disgusting. Right. Yeah, I don't like. I feel like I watched it, but I don't remember the match. It's not anything against the match. I think it just it was a while ago, and I don't remember. It was a while ago at this point, so yeah. A lot's happened since then, you know. Yeah, but I definitely think Wolf getting knocked out like that would have made a bigger impression on me. But apparently, nope. Had no idea it was coming. Oh, Roger Strong versus um, damn it, it's not Fabian. What's the other guy's name? Marcel Bartel. Jesus Christ, it's a funny <laughs> name. How do you not remember it? So the reason that I can't remember it is because of the name being funny. It's harder for me to remember. I remember Fabian because I had a reference point in my head. Barthel. There we go. Barthel. Got it. Now Barthel's getting the crap punched out of him by Adam Cole. So here we go. There's really good teamwork in this match, too. They're adding yeah. out. 
cutting the wing in half. Yeah, I like. Obviously, like ob- there's going to be like a winner and a loser, but I feel like this match really just shows, like what by the time it's done and everything, I I really feel like this match just shows how strong both factions are together. Yeah, we all, well, maybe the people listening to this don't know, but you really love factions. Like, if there's one thing in wrestling you like, it's factions. That is very true. Uh, like, every once in a while, I'm like, oh, I feel like they're adding too many factions. You're like, do you think they can make a super faction by putting those two factions together and then make, breaking off a third? <laughs> I mean, just think about it. What if Undisputed Era and Imperium decided to join forces? Call themselves the the undisputed Imperium, or Imperium, or, or Imperium. Imperium era. You know what I'm talking about. Imperium. There you go. Uh, or the Fourth Reich. Stop pitching no. that, Walter. Jesus. <laughs> oh. Walter might just be a really nice guy, and I just keep calling him a Nazi. He probably is a really nice guy. (laughs) Most people that beat the crap out of other wrestlers seem to be nice people, so. Got a a chin lock in there. Yeah. It's basically, it's been a lot of, again, there haven't been a lot of holds. It's been a lot of um, splitting off the rain by Undisputed Era and just beating on whoever they have in their corner. At this moment, it's Barthel. I mean, when Malter's in there, they don't beat on him that much. That's <laughs> yeah. When Walter's in there, he's, he tends to be the one doing the beat down. Yeah, Walter's roughly the size of the Undisputed Era put together, so. Yeah. Ooh, nice little backcracker there. I <laughs> That's one of those moves. Yeah, you call it a backcracker. That's what it's called originally. And they went to backstabber when Carlito became a bad guy. Yeah. I still prefer backstabber, I think, but I don't know if it's universal still. Oh, nice little knee to the side. Oh, Kyle. Bartell taking damage. See, Kyle O'Reilly, I love him in this faction, and I think he is genuinely a really great wrestler, really great tag team wrestler. But I look at his size, and I'm like, oh, Vince McMahon would be like, what? Why are we giving him a paycheck? Yeah, that's because Vince McMahon sucks. (laughs) I like how how Kyle O'Reilly just did a big boot, and Walter was just like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? And then I think he mocked him in the way that Scott Hall used to mock the Giant in WCW. He really just, and now Walter's going to kill him for it. And Bobby Fish trying to clean up Kyle's messes. Oh, tag team partner will. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Walter just showing us that yes, he was in fact annoyed by the mocking. Yeah, exactly. German. Oh, what a Isn't nice life. When he does it. Jesus. Well, that was a 
That, that was okay, nice. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and talk into what that what just happened. So Walter just tried to throw O'Reilly into a power bomb, and he and O'Reilly transitioned really well into a guillotine choke, like very smoothly into a guillotine. Oh no! Oh boy! I feel if I was Roderick Strong in that situation because we just saw Walter double suplex two people. I feel yep. like I'd be more mad at O'Reilly folding out of my waist. Oh, here's some tag team tag team maneuver. Oh, damn it. That sucked. What a maneuver. Yeah, that was um that was an unfortunate mistake. They like the, that's sad because they usually hit that and it looks disgusting. I mean, it didn't look bad, but yeah, it definitely didn't look like I could tell that wasn't what they wanted exactly. I've seen much worse tag team moves, I want to say. Yeah. Oh, another nice elbow. Yeah. Nice elbow through. Or, oh, I had it. Yep, you suck. I do suck. Uh, go back to oh, nice. Wait, what? Now, getting tagged in by Marcel Bartel. That's his yeah. name, isn't it? Bartel, yes, that's the name. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't remember exactly. I think it was um, an early, early match with the um, Jumping Bomb Angels from Japan. And Vince McMahon, who signs these people's paychecks, you can listen to the commentary, like he's back in like 89, doesn't know the name of the wrestlers. And it's like... Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's one thing for me to sit here and not know the name of a wrestler that I haven't watched probably one match in. Well, since this happened, I haven't seen this person. But he signs their paychecks, and he's like, ah, that one. That, that was a, quite a maneuver. Uh, anyway, sorry, it just makes, made me think of McMahon for a minute. I get it. You're trying to make sense. <laughs> trying to make myself feel better. Oh. Now Walter's coming back in to kill Kyle O'Reilly some more. So punch the chest, okay. I've only okay. I've seen Walter a few times. What is his like finisher mostly? Uh, I mean, usually it's like a power bomb. Okay. The that so you saw in the Dragonoff match, but that power bomb where like after he like stacks up, uh-huh. he does like that stacking pin. Uh-huh. Afterwards, like he wins a lot of matches that way. Okay. All right. Yeah, it definitely looked like it should have been, but I wasn't one hundred percent sure if that was his go-to like finish. Oh, oh, he's O'Reilly up. That doesn't even make any sense. O'Reillying up. I feel like there's a like we have a Canadian. Oh. <laughs> I love how Kyle O'Reilly takes bumps and stuff. Like he just he just buckles. Yeah. No, like he, he does it so well. Definitely makes you believe that chop, although I feel like Walter helps him sell that chop. By actually like hitting him really fucking hard. Right. Which is yeah. how you help somebody sell your chop. Yep. Nice spin oh, kick from O'Reilly taking Walter out. That was a six spin kick. Uh, here comes Barthel. Yep. 
I want to take credit for remembering his name that time, but they said it in the commentary, so it was on the closed captioning. Like, ankle lock. I was going to say, it looks like I'm going for an ankle lock in a really. I, I'm also impressed that Imperium, even though they're down a man, it doesn't look like they are. Like mm-hmm. They've done such a good job, you know, keeping going that you forget that they're three on four. Ooh. Jesus, Roddy's, Roddy coming on strong. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Walter. Those Walter chops, though. Jesus. Why don't you go for a backbreaker, Roddy? That's what you're good at. Yeah, right. Ooh, running forearms from Roderick. And now he oh. doesn't have a head anymore. So a little known fact about Walter that I found out was we're going to enter this um, this episode in case we did Walter. Uh, he tried once to grow a mustache, but he can only grow a very small mustache. And people thought it wasn't a good idea to go around with that mustache. Yeah, I feel like that's not true. Uh, Something about it. It. about it. It could be true. And before this episode goes up, I bet you it'll be on Wikipedia. You know, luckily, I think we're small enough to where Walter wouldn't watch this, even though he's going to be like, I know you're going to like mention him on Twitter or whatever. Right. Like, thank God that we're so small and unknown <laughs> that we wouldn't watch this. Yeah, let's hope one day we reach out. I'm trying to make inroads in Austria as we speak. So hopefully one day we get big enough that he can kill us years from now. I mean, he wouldn't kill me. I've been this whole time, but you, you <laughs> there. <laughs> oh. Um, oh. I would like to take this moment to point out that all my Nazi jokes are good fun. I do not think Walter is a Nazi. He's a fine, upstanding young man. And in no way do I deserve to die for my thoughts here. That was a pretty sick tag combination that just happened there. That was a spine buster from Eichner into a punt from uh, Marcel Bartel into a what was basically a white noise. Also from Marcel Bartel. Wow. Sorry, I was too busy groveling for my life. I know. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. Just... Oh. I feel like Bobby Fish, like, even though I think it's partially because of the injuries, but I think he's the unsung part of Undisputed Era. The unsung what? The unsung part, like nobody, like he's the one that you forget about, kind of. Probably because he's injured all the time. Yeah, that's what I said. I think it's because of the injuries. Oh yeah, de- it definitely is. But when he's not injured, he's awesome. But he's just always fucking injured. Ooh. Let's go, baby! If you can't tell, Aaron Cole's in the ring. You know, I feel like this is the first real, like, I mean, obviously he's been in the match, but I feel like this is the, that was the real, like, little bit of offense that you really saw um, Adam Cole get into. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, three on one on Walter. Yep. Which actually seems like it's kind of fair. Yeah.
Oh, what's going on here? Oh, they're just throwing them out. Okay. I feel like, like, I, okay. I mean, I'll get it thrown because it makes Walter look more like a beast. But I don't think you needed three of them to throw him out. Oh, I see. They've got plans. I forgot about this actually. <laughs> uh, right now they're outside. Um, Fish, O'Reilly, and Strong clearing off the table for Walter. Clearly, they're going to get him a drink. Oh, God, those chops! Oh, what bows. Throwing the bows. Oh, God. Roger Strong almost just got powerbombed through the table. Almost. O'Reilly saved him with a kick to the kick to the kneecap. Or, well, was, back of the knee. I just noticed this. Did you notice that O'Reilly doesn't have his name on his trunks like Strong? And I believe Fish does, too. What? Say that again? Um, so Strong's got his names on his name on his trunks, but I don't think O'Reilly does, but I think the other two do as well. So O'Reilly's the only one without his name on his trunks. No. I just noticed it. Like check it out. Like you'll see that Strong's got Strong on his trunks. I'm pretty sure Fish has got Fish on his. But for some reason O'Reilly's just got that symbol. There's just a weird little thing. Yeah. I wonder why. I don't know. Ooh, axe and smash. And then Olympic slam. That was sick. I will thank you to call it an angle slam, sir, because angle is the only Olympic. Walter just went through a table with Roger Strong and in what I would now call an angle slam, because that is the correct thing to call it. Nah. Uh, announce team seemed to call it an Olympic slam as well, so. <laughs> well, clearly he's wrong. Okay, now we're back with Barthol in the rain with Adam Cole. Ooh. Good God. Second rope spinning European uppercut. Ooh. God. That was a nice recovery. Dude, so, Eichner is just so strong. So Barthol just threw. I believe it was Kyle O'Reilly into yep. Fabian, and Fabian caught him in a vertical suplex stance, but he kind of slipped a little bit, but he actually was able to recover and get him up into a full vertical. It was very impressive. Super kick party. Yep, now I'm calls with super kicking everybody. I feel like we're coming, coming close to the end of the match. I mean, I think we actually still got a little bit of time. But I feel like we're getting to that point where a lot of there would be tag team matches break down and you start seeing people hit their moves over and over yep. again so so many bits pinned. Yeah. Okay, I think Roger Strong is legal now. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm going to assume that that's what's happening. Yep. 
I don't even know what to call that. That was like a gut buster into a. I don't even know. Gut buster into a shining wizard, sir. Okay, we'll call it that. That sounds good to me. Nice little combination move by Strong and Cole. Oh, now the whole team's getting in on it. Oh, here comes Fabian. Oh, I feel like we haven't seen much. I feel like Eichner hasn't done too, too much in this match. Except for that sick-ass recovery from that suplex. Yeah. Which, honestly, you know what? Might be enough. Like, that alone is incredibly impressive. That was very much memorable and very kind of... Oh, around the knee. So now Kyle Riley's got a knee bar on uh, Barthel. I hope I'm saying that right. I'm getting better. I'm just not still not hundred percent confident. I'm trying to remember it now, at least. It's just the pronunciation. Yeah. yeah. But I have a very dumb, dumb, very white tongue, so it's very hard for me to say certain names. Oh, <laughs> baby! Had just said, "Well, screw you, Mister Artie Vice." <laughs> um, he just came off the top rope with. Was basically a moonsault, but not really. Just it was a springboard moonsault. Oh my god! If, like, like I said, we're trying to be entertaining as best we can. I think we're doing a pretty good job. But you, if you want to like understand like what we're seeing, don't go by our description. Watch this with us because this is just amazing. Ooh, I can getting double teamed now <laughs> on the outside. Fishing strong, just beating the crap out of him. Come on, oh, Walter. Walter's back on the ropes, though. He's back ready for the tag. Let's go, Walter. An Italian has to run to the tag for Austria. No, nope. like this has worked out well German. in history. Bartel's German. Eichner's the Italian one. Oh, uh, my bad. I had a 50 shot again. That's right. Oh, Walter with the chops to just everybody. <laughs> he just chopped O'Reilly's back and he just crumbled to the ground. Kick him a few more times just to be on the safe side there, Adam Cole. No, go for the Shining Wizard. What does he – he calls no. that the last shot, right? Or the last shot, yeah. It's a, it is a Shining Wizard, but yeah, it's the last yeah. shot. Look at me knowing stuff about NXT. I'm just... It's quite surprising. Oh, oh. powerbomb. Oh! Yeah. That was a nasty powerbomb. That was a powerbomb worthy of Vader to go back to our other possible topic. I feel like Adam Cole's a bit of, out of place on that one. Bartell with the save.
Okay, now everybody's down. Start over. God, the absolute carnage in the room in the ring right now. Oh, that bump. That power bomb was amazing. But do you see what I mean though? It looks like on that replay, Adam Cole was out of position. Or just took him a little bit longer than they he wanted to to get there. I do love this this spot in, re- in wrestling when two teams or two people have been beating the crap out of each other forever, and then it just ends up they're all back standing, looking like yeah. they're just going to start over. <laughs> I also love the fact that in this brawl that just broke out, Walter is big enough that you don't really miss Wolf as the fourth man on the other <laughs> side. You got a double double uh, sleeper hold going on right here. Oh, oh, high low. See, I knew that one too. I'm, I'm just, I'm nailing it. I, I don't know what you're talking about. My indie cred is strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up. Ooh. Okay. Now what we need is a doink the clown under the rain. Hear me out. No. Oh my God. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, that was just, I don't even know what it's called. That was like a corkscrew suplex, kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Um, Cole taking out the three Undisputed Era members and one Imperium member. Totally worth. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here comes Fabian. Thank God they were all standing there to catch him. See, now that actually was worth. Oh, Uh-oh. fish. Oh, no. Oh, no, fish. Oh. Jesus. Fish just got a standing drop kick, and I'm pretty sure Walter's going to powerbomb through the rain. Oh. Well, there you go. Walter gets the win. It kind of apropos since this is his show that I randomly yeah. picked the match that he got the win on like that. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, that that it was it's that power bomb with the uh, that stacked pin. Yeah, and I did see a difference to the Dragonoff match where he locked his ankles in a way, which I don't know if it would in real life do anything, but I think it's a way for him to say, "Nope, this one's going to be good." Might be. God, what a match, though! What a absolute beatdown all these guys went through. Yeah, that was. I, yeah, that was just awesome. Especially for Imperium being one man down for most of the match. Yep. Alright, so I think we're going to stop the recording here. There won't be a difference in the show, and then uh, when we'll come back and we'll do the third match. Yep. Alright, see you in a minute. Okay, are we back? Ready. Yep. Alright, so I already counted out the match and figured out which one we're going to be watching. Cool. So you're going to go WWE NXT UK. Uh, it's March 13th, 2018. Okay. Uh... Yeah. Trying to get there. All right. Take a minute. So, yeah. Well, the match... Well, you get that. I'll just tell you what the match is. The match is going to be Walter 
with uh, then Pete, uh, champion Pete Dunn as tag team partners, and they're taking on Mark and Joe Coffey. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That's what happened when. You, yeah. Yeah. So this is pre-Imperium. Pre-Imperium, pre-him being the champion, which, as we pointed out in the first match, means it was quite a while ago. Yeah. I honestly didn't realize, like, I don't know, my brain's just so fried since the whole virus happened. But March 13th of even last year seems um, late for Pete Dunne to still be champion. Yeah, right? Do we... So, shoot, I gotta pause it. All right. What are you at? I'm at 43.48. Okay, one second. Yep. There we go. All right. But yeah, so, so no, I agree. It feels like it... I, I agree. It definitely feels like that. But to be fair, I mean, Pete Dunne was champion for like two years, just about. Yeah. All right. So again, we're at 43.48, and it's a WWE NXT UK, March 13th, 2019. And we're going to hit play in three. Oh, wait. Let me do it. Three, two, one, play. All right. All right. And I'm like, I know Pete Dunn, I know Walter, and I'm vaguely aware of these two as a tag team. Because I think I've seen them, or these three, I should say. But these two, especially, I think I saw in that same, like, Worlds Collide, maybe. Yeah, I can't remember exactly who they fought, but I did see them. So nobody I'm not like 100 percent unfamiliar with in this match. How do you do a three-way handshake? That's it's very. Well, they just did it. Yeah, apparently I just I did not know that was possible. It looks like there's room for a fourth. Maybe put a fifth on top. I'm just saying there's more room for more members. I mean, the three of them together are pretty solid. I don't really know if they need another. I don't know who would even... There's not really anyone who would, that I can think of that would even really like fit with them right now. I feel like my first thought was honestly, and this is just because my brain's in AEW where this matters now, I'm a manager. Like, I don't even know if they need it. I just think... They Oops, don't. They're great with a manager. It's always nice for heels to have a manager outside that could distract the ref and so on and so forth. Well, I mean, to be fair, that's what they usually have the third member for. That's true. Although, yeah, Wolfgang, might... not out there. They might have that always built in. Oh, Walter. Oh, he's so awesome. He definitely cuts a very specific silhouette. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So, like, you've watched, and I know you had, like, very, very faint, like, knowings of him before. Extremely uh-huh. faint knowings. But, like, you've seen two matches with him in, in, with him now. This will be the third. But, like, I'm curious. Like, what are your thoughts so far? I Like, I've always liked Walter. I watched the match where he became, you know, the UK champion. 
Oh, so yeah, the I, match between him and Pete Dunne. God, that yeah. was sick. Another disgusting match. So, I, like, I've always been impressed with him. I think, um, like, there's nothing I will say bad about his in-ring stuff, and I do like him as a character. He's very much a throwback, and I appreciate that. I think the main thing that for him, as far as, like, his career, it's like you basically have to take him where he is right now because I doubt he's going to ever want to go any further. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know, it's a choice to make. He, but I feel like I've heard interviews where he's come out and said, yeah, I'm not leaving Europe. So that's, so you're going to get NXT or WWE UK. That's about all you're going to get as far as like his yeah. national exposure here. So, yeah, no, I, like I said, I can respect that, but that, that just means that, you know, I'm not like, I don't factor him into my thoughts of like, oh, what a dream match would it be to see him versus like John Moxley or something. Right. This guy, on the other hand. Yeah. No, Pete Dunn, on the other hand, I can see going anywhere or doing anything. I, Pete, I Dunn, Pete, Dunn. Pete Dunn is unsettling to me because of the way he does small joint manipulation. Just the way he pulls on people's fingers just makes me upset. <laughs> Not angry, but like disturbed. Yeah. She's like, no, I, I don't want to see that. I have to say that the UK title is actually very, very, um, it's a nice looking title. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful title. It honestly, like, so I probably haven't said it on this show yet because we haven't really done anything with NXT UK until just now. Yeah. But like, I like pretty much ever since it first was revealed, like the NXT UK heavyweight title has been my, pretty much my favorite championship belt. Like ever since it first came out. Yeah. Like no. I think it's just, it's just it, to me personally, it's like the most pres, pre, like beautiful and prestigious looking title. Yeah. Yeah, because the WWE titles, like the, on the main roster and even NXT, are so much branded now that they don't, they don't like, they just don't hit me like the old uh, Winged Eagle title that Hogan had, Bret Hart had, or the World exactly. title that WCW. Exactly, but that one does. Yeah, that's that. I would say that's very fair. Even the AEW title, which I think is really cool and very much reminiscent of that big gold belt, still is very mm-hmm. much branded. Like, yeah. AEW right there on the front. Yep, exactly. Mark Coffey starting off with Pete Dunne. Yep. In case you were having trouble with which brother was which. Oh, I definitely was. I'm just, I'm going to call, I'm going to call one coffee number one, coffee number two. Oh. And that's coffee like the drink just spelled different. Your 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 legitimate attempts are just awe inspiring. Uh, did you um did you enjoy the Green Mile reference I just made? Because I thought that was pretty hilarious. No, I wasn't even paying attention to you, as yeah. per usual. I'm too busy watching Pete Dunn break every bone in this guy's arm. Oh. oh, like 
And in the very, and I know other people have made this comparison, but he really does remind me of like when I watch mid '90s WCW and watch William Regal. He really yeah. is like just such a throwback to that. For sure, one hundred percent. It's absolutely incredible. Because, like I said, I don't. I know they've been off for like the last six months, but what was Pete Dunne doing since he lost the title? Uh... Oh, wait, wait. I, did he come up to the like? Wasn't he in regular NXT? And that's the last thing I remember is him and yeah, Matt Riddle. He, yep, him and Riddle were the tag teams for a while. And now Riddle's um, on the main roster, so I wonder what he's on the main roster he's, now. Dunn hasn't been really around until like very, very lately. I said. I think he said basically that he was coming back to NXT UK. Um, but yeah, ever since basically, yeah, uh, I don't know. He hasn't really, because like he was tag champs with Riddle and then basically Corona hit while that was going on. Gotcha. That makes sense. All right. And then basically uh, Pete Dunne was stuck in the UK, so he couldn't like defend the titles anymore with Riddle. Right. So they had like Standin come in, um, which boy, what a hell of a stand-in came in for him. Uh, that was when Timothy Thatcher came in to kind of sub in for him. And Jesus Christ, is he a, he's another one that's just an ab- absolute monster. Right. Um, but yeah, like basically he came in, uh, I believe they lost the titles eventually. And then, yeah, Riddle basically just went up to the main roster, I think, from there. All right. Couldn't know that there wasn't like a lot that I missed. I missed some, but I didn't. A lot of it was just, oh, then the virus happened, so that's why you haven't heard anything from him. Mm-hmm, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much stopped his part of the title reign. <laughs> All right. Oh, and Walter's tagged in now with who I'm going to call Coffee Number 2. Mark Coffee. Joe Coffee. Jesus, yeah. now you're fucking me up. <laughs> that's Joe Coffee. That's the more uh, faint, I guess... Famous, I guess, of the two, like the more well-known one of the two, the darker roast, if you will. Sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, at least I cracked myself up. God. <laughs> oh man, I entertain anybody as much as I entertain myself. We're going to be very rich men. I can promise you, you don't. (laughs) Anyway, okay. So Walter is just running through him at this point because, well, that's what he does. Yeah. Walter runs through, like, you know, so another nation ran through Poland. These two don't like tagging with each other. This looks like one of those. Team ups that if they like teamed up as a tag team for titles, they would just take and hold the titles forever. Pretty much. Sort of like Yoko's. Oh, I was gonna make a. I was gonna make a reference that was gonna make you mad. Nope, I won't do it. Well, I can't. Walter asking the Englishman, what did I do? Instead of being Poland alone. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
I really hope Walton. Like, I know he's not because I know we're nowhere near, like, right. we're so, like, unknown that, like, I know there's not even, like, the slightest chance of him, like, catching any of this. But in the back but, of your head, you're like, this idiot's right, you're so post this to Twitter, not, and he's going to so sometimes. I understand. No, I get you. Listen, I want to say again, all oh, this isn't good fun. I'm just making jokes because he's from Austria, and I'm a stupid American, and that's just the jokes that come to my head. So that's all they're meant to be. Uh, well, let's hope that's good enough, because in today's world, you can't make jokes. So. Yeah. And if, if there's any problems, I'll make sure to give him your home address. And okay. he can... <laughs> You know, go ahead and work it out with you, and that'll be all good for me. Not sure, not sure why he would want to work out anything with me. I have done nothing but talk about how amazing I think he is and defend <laughs> his amazingness. I want to point out also that I really, oh man, that's a great job. You've done, or I guess they call the knees, but okay, either way, it looked good. Yeah. All right, but yeah, enough covering our butts. I'm doing all this for entertainment purposes, and I find it hilarious. So. Oh, here we go. Oh. oh, stomp to the knees. Jesus. So the other day, I laid down on the floor because I was challenged to try and get up in a way that I think is supposed to be physically impossible or it's just physically impossible in reality. Hey. And I can't even imagine laying down on my knees, like on my stomach. It hurts so much. To have so much pain on my legs. Duplex, Jesus. Yeah. Well, the coffee brothers are going all out. Yeah, turn the tide now. They're really going for a French press here. <laughs> Ooh. Are you still there, or did you, did you hang up? I'm here. I just <laughs> okay. You're. I just. What? I just. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's late, and I'm starting to get to that place where I'm just going to start making puns. God, Jesus Christ! Joe Coffee just throwing gun into the turnbuckle over and over again. Jesus. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll admit, I've never actually seen somebody do that just over and over again. That was actually pretty cool. Have the, um, has, what? Okay, so I saw the name, but I just don't want to pronounce it because I'm going to feel stupid when I mispronounce it. It's Gallus, right? The name of the group. I, I just tried. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Have they ever, like, won tag titles yet? Yeah. Uh, Mark Coffee and Wolfgang were the tag champs. For a while. Oh. So it wasn't the Coffee Brothers. Huh. Yeah, Joe Coffee. So the way Gallus works at this point, Mark yeah. Coffee and Wolfgang are the tag team, and Joe Coffee kind of does like the singles stuff. Oh, okay. Sort of oh. like how, um, not to, I don't want to over talk off the EW, but just because it's similar, how um, SCU is sort of switched around who's the singles star compared to tag titles. Yeah. Well, Joe Coffee was always kind of like the 
single star of the group. Right. Like I said, he's always he's he's always just been like the more like well known of them all. Right. And like he was the one who was before like Walter showed up. Joe Coffey was the one who was like the big um, threat to Pete Dunne's title reign. Okay. Like British Strong Style and Gallus was like a really big rivalry for a while. British Strong Style, of course. uh, Ian, or, you know, you obviously know Uh British Strong Style is Pete Dunne, Trent Seven, and Tyler Bate. You knew that, obviously. Yeah, I I knew. It's not that I just knew of the name as a group and had no idea who was in it besides Pete Dunne. Yeah, no, you didn't. No, that's definitely not a thing. You knew all three members. Yeah, because I'm like I'm so in tune with all of wrestling. No, you yeah. definitely knew Pete Dunne and the tag team known as Mustache Mountain. So. Right, yeah. Yep. Yeah, definitely did know that they were a faction at one point. I mean, they were a faction on the Indies. And then they just, like, kind of got together again, specifically to take on Gallus. You know, I will say this. A younger me would be disgusted with the amount of wrestling I don't watch, considering how much I really do love wrestling and would have killed to have the opportunity to watch all of this wrestling when I was, like, just watching tapes of the same pay-per-view over and over again. Yeah. Honestly, what I've been watching recently, gone back into, and I haven't done any new episodes, even though that's where I started this podcast, but um, I've been re-watching Power Rangers, like, binging episode after episode. Yeah, Which, I will say, though, like, in terms of wrestling, like, a lot of like the Ooh. a lot of this like newer stuff like NXT, NXT UK and like this indie stuff now that's showing up on the network. Right. Like it's all stuff that you should be watching. And for some reason your choice in wrestling instead is like watching like uh, like stuff from like the 80s and 90s. Which yeah. don't get me wrong, it can be great. But like how can you not want to watch this just absolute destruction? Yeah. It, you know, honestly, for me, the reason I like watching the stuff from the that's from the '90s, especially WCW, is because it kind of has an end. So, like, I, there's an end point for me. I like, I like the idea that one day I'm gonna actually get to the end of it and have watched all of it. So that's part of it. But yeah, you know, you, you have a point. I should definitely be keeping up more with what's going on currently and everything. At the very least, NXT UK, since they're like. They're, they're back now. And like you've said yourself, like, you know, most of them aren't going to be destroyed by the main roster. Right. Ooh, that, that, yeah. Okay. Pete Dunn just went over the top rope onto one of the coffees. Um, I believe that's, is that, oh, uh, Mark? No, Joe. No, Joe Coffee. Okay. I, I tried. But, um, Joe. Yeah, he came over on Joe. It looks like his knees all came down on his head. Joe's got the longer hair. Okay. Obviously, they both have big beards, but Joe has the longer hair. I feel like there's a joke somewhere there, like a cup of Joe, but I don't know where to go with it, so I'm just going to let it go. 
That's probably smart. Mm. I'll just put it out there to the universe and let everybody listening create their own joke and do whatever they want. Oh. I would call that sort of a doomsday device. Sort of, but it was like a spinning elbow kind of thing. I don't know. But he kind of just like pushed him off. He yeah. didn't actually do like the elbow. He just kind of like pushed him off the shoulders. I feel like, and this this is just, this might just be me being overly critical. Like, yep. again, this might just be 8 8 plus. I feel like in that moment, the clothesline just going for a regular doomsday device would have looked more impactful than trying to make it, you know, look different by doing an elbow. No. Each their own. Whatever. They did what they did. I just, that's that was my feeling there. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Like, why? I would just be yelling at my brother, let go of my waist. There's no reason both of us have to go. God, that was sick. Oh. Like the finger-breaking thing, and then Walter just doing a double double Austrian suplex. See, see, it's fun to say Austrian suplex instead of German. Yeah. With the with both coffee brothers, you know their combined weight's like over five hundred pounds. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, Walter that looked like a screw up. Walter meant to go over the top rope and just sort of got hung up in the ropes and just sort of yeah. went So I will say, I'm not entirely sure, but I think this was his first match on NXT. Oh, okay. I think. So I think he had shown up the week before. See, I don't know. I, I would have assumed this was in the build-up like right before the match, because that's usually when you cool. see this guy tag match being thrown together. It's like the champion has to like tag with his challenger. No, because Imperium hasn't shown up yet, and when Walter and uh, Pete Dunn go head to head, at least I'm pretty, sh- I'm fairly confident that when that occurs, um, he like when they do actually go head to head, he's Imperium is a thing. Like, I don't think Alexander Wolf is a part of them yet at that yeah. point. But at the very least, I know I'm pretty sure it's Bartel, um, Walter, and Eichner. Uh, Bar- uh, okay, I think I'm fairly confident in that. Oh, Walter's Walter a little busted. Yeah. <laughs> Walter just kicks through somebody. Oh, he didn't do the stack up that time. Oh, but that power bump was good. That's there you go. Three. That's I think the, the Walter won the first match, right? Is it I just think... Walter, I really have to ask, is it just that Walter's so dominant that it's like any match you're more likely to see him win than not? But it would just happen to pick three matches in a row that he won. Yeah. <laughs> well, that looked, yeah, I think Walter's like eyes are going like black, like from that whatever busted open his nose. It just seemed a little swollen to me. I might be wrong. That was, God, that was good. Yeah. Um, just to try to call it there. Uh, they faked out Pete Dunn and he tried to do like a leapfrog, but the other coffee brother was behind him and got him in German. So it was actually really well timed. Oh, 
was watching the replay. Walter kicking like right in the chin. Real quick. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense for Mark Coffey to take the pin there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think this was like right at the end of Joe Coffey um, challenging for the title, I believe. Yeah. He, challenges, like, he challenges again once Walter wins it. Like once Walter wins the title, Joe Coffey eventually becomes a challenger again. Right. Yeah, because they're definitely setting up clearly, like not even subtly setting up Walter for speed done. Yeah, which Jesus Christ was that a match and a half. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that was uh that was one of those matches that got I watched and I was exhausted by the end of it. I feel like it's gonna take that for the team. <laughs> God, so great. Uh, yeah, like those are three really good Walter matches and just really good matches overall. Yeah, I God, you can't can't say enough good things about Walter. Like he's just so good. Oh. Like I could watch I could watch that dude's wrestling matches all day. Anyway. Oh man, just I just, oh, so much violence. So yeah, that becomes another good Chaos Roulette man, Chaos Roulette episode. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what we do next week. Maybe we'll go do something more traditional. Maybe we'll come back to this. I I would like to win one coin toss one of these times. I don't know how you're <laughs> cheating because I'm the one flipping the coin. Yeah, I was going to say, you're the one flipping it, so. Uh, no, that was really good. And I... Yeah, I learned a lot more about Walter than I knew before, so that's always welcome. Yes, sir. All right, do you have anything else you want to point out at the end here, or are we all good? Just that I love Walter. He's just so good. I love that man. Um, Aside from that, there's not much else. (laughs) I want to reiterate again, I'm also very impressed with Walter. His matches are awesome. And if he does hear any of this somehow, especially because I'm going to tag him on Twitter, please know I was just joking. You're a fine, upstanding human being, and I'm sorry for all the jokes. <laughs> yes, um, I'm sure that would save your ass. Please don't break me. I really don't want to be broken. <laughs> please don't break me. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later, buddy. All righty. Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody.